0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts. I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're exploring the fascinating world of racket sports, specifically pickleball. And the first question is, there's pickleball. And then if you speak to European
1: friends, there's this sport called paddle. What's the difference? Oh yeah, sure. Both. Pickleball and Paddle are growing very rapidly, and they share some similarities, but they're technically different sports. The rackets even look quite similar, and both are very beginner-friendly. They both have a serve, which is served underhand, meaning it has to be served at or below the waist level. Now, Paddle, that's said to be the fastest-growing sport in Europe. It follows the same scoring as Tennis, except for a concept of a golden point once you reach deuce in the game. And the court is also similar in size to a tennis court, 10 meters by 20 meters. And it has walls, and the the balls can be played off of them in a similar way as in the game of squash. Like squash, the back wall is also in play. So as long as the ball only bounces on the ground once, this makes rallies longer and also the sport easier for beginners.
0: So a lot of our U.S.-based listeners will have heard of pickleball. Let's switch to that and
1: explain why is it so popular? Yeah, it's been all of the rage uh, amongst my friends and in the news. As of mid-2023, they say around 5 million Americans played a game, including celebrities like George Clooney and Kim Kardashian. For pickleball, it is played on a badminton-sized court, which is about half the size of a paddle court, so 6.1 meters by 13 meters. It's exactly the same size as a doubles badminton court. And a key difference here is that there's no use of any walls, uh, so you can't bounce the ball off of walls like you, you can do in paddle. Another key feature of the game is the non-volley zone, which is the area close to the net uh, in front of the badminton service line. Basically, no player may volley the ball while standing in that non-volley zone or touching any of the lines uh, around the non-volley zone. So this makes pickleball rallies go on for longer. Now,
0: there is a good reason why it is exactly the same size as a badminton court. Oh, yes.
1: Oh, yes. So it was invented on a badminton court. The story goes that pickleball was the invention of three dads. So future U.S. Congressman uh, Joel Pritchard and businessmen uh, Barney McCollum and Bill Bell. Uh, The story goes in 1965 on Bainbridge Island near Seattle. The three came home after a game of golf and found their families bored and climbing the walls. Pritchard's garden had a badminton court, but no shuttlecock. So the men and their kids started hitting a perforated plastic ball over the net with basically ping pong bats. And the following weekend, they, uh, they lowered the net to roughly the height of a tennis net. And over time, they introduced some custom paddles. So that's why it has both badminton and table tennis origins. And why has it become so popular? So both pickleball and... Paddle really exploded in popularity during the COVID-19 pandemic because they are outdoor sports with no physical contact, but much easier to pick up for beginners and also great for social engagement since they are on smaller courts than tennis where you're typically very far away from your opponent. Then you could also think about it in the, the business potential of pickleball. It can generate new revenue for clubs and facilities by accommodating more players per court compared to tennis since you could fit about three pickleball courts into one tennis court. And why the name Pickleball? Also a really good question. Uh, So the name of the game apparently became Pickleball after Joel Prichard's wife said it reminded her of the pickle boat. So for those that might not be aware, in the sport of rowing, or crew as it's sometimes known, a pickle boat is a term from rowing used to describe a motley crew of rowers put together at random to basically compete in races. Wasn't there also something about the family dog's name? Yeah, the, the, uh, the Pritchard's family dog also was named Pickles. But the Pritchards later stated that the dog actually came along after the game had already been named. And briefly switching back to Paddle,
0: was the origin somewhere in Europe then, since it's popular there?
1: So Paddle actually originated in Mexico in the late 1960s and quickly gained popularity in Spain and then Northern Europe. Today in Spain, you have around five million people play, and it's also really big in Argentina, Sweden, and the Netherlands. You know, for some reason, European footballers, especially, seem to have taken to it. Uh, Leo Messi, uh, you know, Zidane have courts in their gardens. Zlatan Ibrahimovic is an investor in a uh, paddle center which is a company with five centers in Sweden and also opening up more in places like Milan, Italy.
0: That reminds me, Pickleball has also had its fair share of celebrity investors and quite
1: a lot of money seems to be rolling into the sport. Yeah, yeah. We recently saw the launch of Major League Pickleball, which is a competition between 12 teams and 48 athletes with a prize money of $5 million. The, uh, the list of team owners and investors is very impressive. It includes folks like LeBron James, Heidi Klum and Michael Phelps, as well as tennis stars, uh, Nick uh, Kyrgios and Naomi Osaka. And the founder of Major League Pickleball has some big goals for it, I heard. Yeah, yeah, the founder. He's a billionaire, former hedge fund manager named uh, Steve Kuhn. And he and the MLP have announced something they are calling the 40 by 30 project, which is an ambitious initiative to have 40 million people playing the sport by 2030. So then, can pickleball or paddle surpass tennis in popularity? Well, they are growing very fast, but there are something like 87 million tennis players. So they both have some ways to go. Thanks, Kevin. Did you learn something new? If you did,
0: send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you've got suggestions for us. And if you are a regular listener of this podcast, please do take the time to leave us a review. Thank you as always to the community on r slash 5 and we will see you all next week.